Baltimore War Dogs are facing the Bonita Hornets for the second time this year. And the dogs, as you know, often called by this sports broadcaster, the Super Dogs, are going after their 18th victory tonight. They have won 17 in a row. They're ranked number one in the state of Oklahoma in AAA, and they're looking for new worlds to conquer. The only pity of it all is that they do not have two or three real top strong AAA teams to play. Uh, one or two 4A teams like Bartlesville College that really test this ball club. They're playing a rather light schedule, but nothing anybody can do about it because Don Overton and company and uh, our athletic director, L.D. Baines, put the schedule together a good while ago. And, of course, having beaten the Benito Hornets so badly the other night in the Civic Center, the War Dogs are heavy, heavy favorites here tonight, and the first unit is not expected to play any length of time. The B game is over. The War Pups beating the Little Hornets here, but the Hornets came back in the second half to give them a great battle. And finally, the story, 50 to 37. But in that War Pup ball game tonight, Archie Lohr apparently still on the ailing list. And doing the coaching was Jerry Wagstaff, whom I understand has been here as a learning beginning teacher for the last couple of weeks. And Jerry Wagstaff in a blue coat, red tie, black shirt, and bright red pants and white shoes did a fine job here tonight with that War Pup crew as he led them to victory by the score of 50 to 37. Well, we're all anxious about this ball game tonight. Russ Martin here to share it with you on the delayed broadcast. And sitting just to the left of my KGLC microphone tonight is a guy who's knowledgeable of everything in this end of the country. And uh, I may, maybe some of you have met him already, Otis Harlem, who for 11 years... Oklahoma. And Otis, this is a down year for that Hornet bunch. I understand four or five of the... Ten boys on that A team are sophomores. Yes, they're a real young uh, crew, and it may be a year or two before they're ready to compete against competition like Miami. Otis Harlan would tell thousands of people here on this delayed broadcast tonight there was a time in his coaching career with that White Oak bunch that he went into the Tournament of Champions to meet the likes of Tulsa Central and the rest, and uh, that won't happen very often. No, they thought it's a lesson always down there, too. Well, of course, White Oak and schools of that size, uh, it just uh, has to be a turn of events to bring you a team like that all in one year. That's right. A that, that team like this comes once a year or once in a lifetime to a school like White Oak to go up and play big teams like Tulsa Memorial and Tulsa Central. Uh, we didn't win, but uh, we enjoyed the competition we had. We learned a lot while we were playing. How far did you go in the state playoffs that particular year? Uh, we lost in the finals of the regionals on a shot in the last second. They beat us by one point. It kind of kills you when you go that far and then get beat. It can happen to anybody on any night, as L.D. Baines and the War Dog footballers know, after beating the soup out of Bartlesville College in football in the regular season ball game, going back in state playoffs to let them tie us up on a 60-yard pass by a junior quarterback and they kicked the extra point and beat us on penetrations. A heartbreaking night, believe you me, because we had that state championship of Oklahoma wrapped up, save for that one night. Well, of course, here in the uh, Bonita High School, this is, uh, I believe, here Otis Harlan Class A, and there is a double A. It's 2A. 2A, right? And, of course, Bonita rarely goes out of its own class, save when it does play uh, Miami, maybe, or Bartlesville, the teams of this kind. Uh, I believe Vanita in their conference is, might be out of their class playing Pryor and Claremore and uh, teams of this type. No water and Pahuska is in their 
their classifications. Oh, Rexus Band in behind us. This is Hal Durr, his second year here at Benita. Superintendent down here at Benita High, popular with everybody and uh, known to a host of folks all over this end of the country. Been here, I think, for quite a spell. And that's uh, Vernon Barnes, Val Faulkner's the principal. I've met him many times over the years. Which one of those guys been on duty the longest? I really don't know, Russ. <laughs> They've been here quite a while. Both been here quite a spell, haven't they? How about that Bo Brummel coach of ours across the way there? Archie Lore is gone tonight, I think. Still on the shelf. And uh, could not be here with the War Pups as they won 50 to 47. But I'll tell you that Jerry Wagstaff led them in great style. And now we're looking at Don Overton across the way. And uh, he's wearing those shaped trousers. Beautiful blazer, brown and white striped shirt, tan tie, brown shoes. Usually he's out here in white shoes. He is a bull bubble and quite a coach. And on the bench right behind him is Stevie Green, great quarterback of the War Dogs, fine basketballer, guard, playmaker, outside shooter deluxe who can hit him in that crisis moment. But tonight he's had a bit of illness and will not be in uniform. However, Old Dad could not keep him away, and Cletus Green last night had another sweet victory as they beat the Poto Trojans, and it looks like the Golden Knights are on their way and will not be turned by anybody the rest of the season. They may go clear through the district, regional, and on to Hutchison, Kansas. But Cletus Green, of course, I tell you, he and that Bill Klingon, they have put together some basketball club. They've developed them in great shape. The Trojans of Poto beat us in December, 98 to, 98 to 93. But last night, we took over like we owned them and played the sacks off of them as the Golden Nurse scored 105 points in that ball game. Well, Otis Harlan, what about this high school here at Bonita now? How big uh, is the enrollment? Well, I don't really know, Russ. Probably around uh, 500 in the top four grades. Maybe 400 in the top three, somewhere in that area. Well, it's nice to remind listeners everywhere, whether you're from Bonita, Miami, or wherever, that this fellow, Lindau Bailey, is certainly a popular coach down here. And he's having a down year where he does not have the depth of experience and the seniors on this ball club. But you take it overall, Bonita High School in football and basketball has been some competition for the War Dogs. And on many occasions, they've taken their measure. We all know that. How many years have you been here now, Otis? This is my second year up here. Oh, just your second year? Yeah, I haven't been either. After 11 years at White Oak? Yes. Uh-huh. I got out of coaching last year. I thought I'd sit up here and be the head bleacher coach. <laughs> I make less mistakes up here in the bleachers. You didn't feel any pressure out there at White Oak, did you? Well, not a whole lot, no. Uh, we had a pretty good team out there. Uh, I, Bill Johnson coached the boys out there for about 16 years, and uh, I think I had him for one year. He led me a pretty good team that year. Uh, he went to Chelsea. But uh, one thing I'd like to say, uh, while he was coaching there, between he and I and uh, Mike Hayes, we won the Vena Tournament 10 years in a row. And they finally quit having the tournament, so that string there was broken. So that's, think about it, if White Oak won it 10 years in a row, well, of course, you brought that White Oak team into the uh, Northeastern A&M Tournament, too, didn't you? Uh, Bill Johnson had it up for a time, too. I never did have it up for I just coached the boys one year. Oh, I see. Just one year. I coached the girls 11 years out there. Thanks for bright that. Some record, believe you me. You know those two officials on the floor? Well, I know one of them, Don Walford. He married a white old girl. <laughs> Went to school at Miami Junior College. 
He might have sat behind you and listened to your broadcast once in a while. <laughs> All right, boys, that's the story here in the tip-off in a moment or two as the Miami War Dogs and the Benita Hornets prepare to play basketball here tonight in Benita, Oklahoma. Russ Martin here at the KGLC microphone, and if you'd like a rundown on that Warpup ball game, our Warpups won at 50 to 37. And Archie Lohr, I remind again, apparently is still on the shelf ill, but Jerry Wagstaff, who's been with the high school as a trainee teacher and coach for the last couple of weeks, he handled that crew in great style. John Myers led it all tonight with 16 for the Warpups. Rusty Martin had eight. Robbie Kimbrough had four. Ken Walter, two. Bruce Leonard had 11. David Jones had five, Catfish Netherton had four, and Mike Nelson had two. Mitch Charlo played well, Jimbo Owens played well, and all the others who got into that ball game, but I honestly believe those were the only ones uh, who did any scoring. Well, for the War Dogs tonight, for the opening moment, Steve Green, of course, is on that bench, and so I take it that Melvin Dobbs, 6-2, will be at a forward, along with the captain, Tony Thomas, at 6-1. Bob Johnson will be at center, he's six feet seven. And Bob Johnson, of course, will be the man, along with Melvin Dobbs, who likely will lead the team in scoring if all follows pattern. However, in the last time out, it was Tony Thomas and Harry Sherman, who just put it through that hoop with regularity. Harry Sherman is a guard at 5'11", and Brad Cannon, 5'11", no doubt, will get the other guard starting post here in the ballgame tonight. Don Spear, 6'4", will be waiting to see action. And Tinker Owens will wait to see action. And Eddie Hester, Robbie Kimbrough, Rusty Martin, John Myers, Bruce Leonard. They'll all want to get in there if they can. Listen to that band in behind. who have not come back on the floor. It is game time. The officials have called the men to the center of the floor, and now here come the Benito Hornets. And it'll be Mike Norman to get a starting uh, nod. It'll be Bob Walker, I believe, Clay Hartley, Doug Dozier, and Clay Hartley. And if that's not the case, uh, let's see, the other man may be Tracy Williams. We'll find out. The tip of center is away to the dogs. Uh, six foot seven. Big Bobby Johnson easily got the tip. Over it goes to Cannon, who feeds that ball on in, and then back it comes to Cannon, hits him on the knees. Tony Thomas with the ball, back to Cannon from the top of the keyhole, and a very shifty defense put on here in the opening moments for the Hornets of Benita. Take away of the ball as they grab it from in front of Bob Johnson, and it was Mike Norman who took that ball away, and down the court they moved. Doug Dozier, who is 6'3", is the tallest man in the Hornet lineup tonight as we broadcast direct from Benita, Oklahoma. Russ Martin here to shed with you. And on the right side of the lane, a shot up the glass backboard from about 10 feet out by Doug Dozier. It is a two-to-nothing ball game as Dozier puts him in front. On the left side, the dogs tie it up as Tony Thomas is the first to score tonight. He splits that rim, and it's a 2-2 ball game with the War Dogs heavily favored here. And the broadcast coming to you late at night so everybody could hear it since it's an away-from-home game after you get home from all the toils of the day. Now, top of the keyhole, look out here. The War Dogs in defense with Harry Sherman working on that number 20 man, Clay Hartley, who can handle that ball pretty well. Top of the keyhole, not a pass down along the baseline. The ball belongs in here to that number 10 man. We'll check him out in a moment or two. And a shot is over the rim here to miss for the Benita Hornets. Down the court they move here now. We'll check that number 10 man as the name. A shot on the right side by Harry Sherman, 15 feet away. And Harry Sherman puts him out ahead in the ball game by a score of four to two. 
the court, the Hornets along the baseline. And let's see about this now. They come out of the top of the keyhole in a hurry here to Bob Walker. And then the ball moves on over here to Tracy Williams, who is at number 10. A shot from 25 feet away is ricocheting off that steel rim for Clay Hartley. And the ball is going out of bounds and belongs to the blue team. So the Hornets trail the dogs 4-2 with Miami heavily favored in this one. And the dogs up down Overton seeking their 18th victory in a row. They will be home in the Million Dollar Civic Center tomorrow night against Webb City, Missouri. Don't you miss it. 6.30 and 8 o'clock the time. A steal of the ball. Coming down with it is Harry Sherman. And then Sherman travels with the ball. After he comes dribbling the length of the court, got up by the keyhole circle and could not perform his pass, nor his shot. So let's see. The Hornets to come in bounds. The dogs into a full court press with Thomas carefully watching now as Tommy Tracy Williams comes down the court. Over on the left side, they handle that ball in here now, this Benita Hornet ball club. It belongs to Bobby Walker for the moment. A left-handed toss is going over the rim to miss for uh, Doug Dozier. And here are the dogs with Melvin Dobbs feeding along the baseline and Harry Sherman cocking that arm like he was a Bob fella. But when he pitches, he's pretty accurate like a man tossing horseshoes. He's flipped the rim at 6-2 to two now as the Miami War Dogs are out ahead on the ball game by the margin of four here in the first quarter. A very short Bonita Hornet team, an experienced Bonita Hornet team, as nearly the whole squad is made up of sophomores. But Lindahl Bailey, coach on that bench, he's one of the greatest in the business, and he'll be back again next year with experience. A shot on the left side will not fall now for Mike Norman. The dogs have taken it off the boards. Melvin Dobbs down the left side of the lane can't shoot. Gives the ball to Tony Thomas. Thomas into Dobbs. Look out across the way to Sherman. He's driving. He lays it through. One in there from the right side. Laid it through left-handed. I tell you, that's fancy, Dan, if I ever saw it. Meanwhile, up off of that bench comes Don Overton to yell a word or two right into the ear of uh, that young fellow on the front line. And he takes the ball away from Benita, drives down, and can't make it. Then it's tapped in by Melvin Dobbs. And so, what do you think about that? Brad Cannon heard a word from his coach, stole the ball, went in, didn't have the chance or couldn't at least get the layup as he was heavily guarded. But what he couldn't do, Melvin Dobbs accomplished the War Dogs 10-2 in the opening moments. And the reserves itching to get into this ball game as soon as he can. On the right side, spinning around for a post shot, Doug Dozier sees it knocked down by Bob Johnson. Palmed that ball on a beautiful defensive gem of a play. Out into the corner, Thomas feeding into Johnson. Johnson circling the rim two, three, four times, and now it goes in the well. So Bob Johnson fed the ball just barely in the lane, made the most of it, and the score is 12 to 2, as Johnson has his first field goal of the night, 3.32 to go in the first quarter. Down the court, Melvin Tabs letting a man get a step or two on him, and Bob Walker comes driving down by the keyhole. Tony Thomas out on the front line now, trying to keep an eye very carefully on the number 30 man now, Mike Jackson. Well, let's see about it off in the corner. Benita Hornets dealing with the ball and then a tie-up. There'll be a jump ball now, and we move back in here with Brad Cannon, ready to go up in the air with that young Hartley boy who's quite a performer. I think the only senior on the team. Tip of the ball is to the dogs, and down the court they move now, and it belongs to Tony Thomas along the north side. Then over to Harry Sherman. Thomas drives the line and goes down the baseline to let it miss off the edge of the rim. Grabbed in here by Bob Johnson and tossed through. 14 to 2 as Bob Johnson picks up two more. So the dogs now with the Hornets turning it over. They stepped over the out-of-bounds line as they started to bring it in bounds. 
And we'll see. Top of the keyholes where that pass comes. Harry Sherman arches one in there for two. A beautiful shot by Harry Sherman from clear out of the very tip-top edge of that keyhole, and he just slipped that rim. Full court press for the dog. They're working hard on these little hornets here to take that ball away. Melvin Dobbs charged with a foul as he collides with a man. All right, Mama, how many points have you got now for uh, Harry Sherman? He appears to be the top scorer so far. Eight points so far. You sure you got it right? Positive. We want no errors on that scorecard. Here's the toss, and it's there. So, look at this. Bob Walker drops it in there to get two more. It's 16-3, or one more, I should tell you. And the Bonita Hornets down desperately to the dogs. Melvin Dobbs at the left of the lane, jumping, shooting for two. And it is 18-3 as Dobbs now has his second goal of the night. A steal of the ball as the Hornets are coming in bounds, and a foul called on the Hornets man as he tried to prevent the stolen ball from going up to that rim, and it appeared that uh, Bob Walker was going to shoot it another re or a foul, another reason why not, because he uh, knew that Mel Dobbs was open, and it was either foul him and send him to the free throw line, or just uh, give her up and let him get the two. Timeout called in here by the Miami War Dogs as they lead 18-3 in the first quarter, and I remind you tomorrow night they're at home in that million-dollar Civic Center against Webb City, Missouri. That ought to be a great one. I don't know about the record of Webb City, but any time we face those Missourians like the Parkwood Bears in Joplin, Missouri the other night, they give you a battle all the way. They warp ups at 6.30 tomorrow night under Archie Lohr, and if Archie's not on hand and is still ill, we know that Jerry Wagstaff can do the superb job because he beat a fired-up little harness crew here in the warp up game tonight, 50-37. The dogs ran off and left them the pups in the first half, but uh, that third quarter was all Vanita. They came back, I tell you, a stinging and a buzzing. But the War Pups beat them 50-37. Free throw line, one is in. And the other falling away. Melvin Dobbs owning his fifth point now. 19-3, the War Dogs with the amazing lead. 2.09 to go in the first quarter. Hope you enjoy the coverage of the ball game late at night. As we're making a delay broadcast of this one, tomorrow night we'll be on the air at a quarter of eight with all the thrills and chills of the Miami War Dogs as they are facing the Webb City, Missouri Ball Club in that million-dollar Civic Center in a very rare Saturday night game. A foul on the dogs, and Harry Sherman draws this one to the line. Now will come Mr. Bob Walker. He uh, got it as it rolled to the left of the rim and then fell on in. First foul on Harry, no one and one is on. Long pass down court to Harry Sherman. On back it comes to Brad Cannon. Here's a toss from 20 feet away, falling away to Tony Thomas along the baseline. He passes out to Cannon, who pumps it in. Cannon from 15 feet away splits the rim. And it's a strong, strong bench for Don Overton. A long Benita pass down the court, intercepted here by Harry Sherman on the takeover for the Dogs. I am out ahead, 21-4, first quarter. Tony Thomas getting a bullet pass across the court. Up the shoot, can't get it in there. And up to tap it through is Melvin Dodds. So Thomas on the set shot from 10 feet away. And as it came loose, Melvin Dobbs took care of the matter for that moment and made the score 23-4. Now we got a foul down the way here. And the whistle blowing. No, it's going to be out of bounds, indicating the ball went off somebody's knee. We're in the Benita High School Gymnasium, everybody. The broadcast is on KGLC, 910 on the radio dial in beautiful Miami. Russ Martin here with a delayed broadcast on this one played out of town tonight at Benita. 
The Hornets in blue shirts, blue pants with a trimmer red and white and long blue red and white socks. Dogs in white shirts, blue pants, a trimmer white. Now, let's see, the Hornets with a ball inbounds and quite a passing attack here, but they can ill afford to pass the ball when they are down 19 points, 23 to 4. A drive along the baseline, Tony Thomas charged with a foul as he gets a knee in here. Trotting in here just like he was heading for the halfback post for the War Dogs in football has just come Tinker Owens. And so Owens moves into the ball game. Signed by Oklahoma University, and let's hope him the best. He replaces Tony Thomas. The free throw is off the rim and away. Down the court, look out. Here's a drive by Owens, and he's down the line with that ball and up the layup through left-handed. So Tinker Owens makes this ball game lead now 25 to 4 as he gets in that ball game. And quicker than you can say, the dogs are number one in AAA in Oklahoma. Tinker Owens moves in to get two points. He was flying. I tell you, he, he must be the fastest dog of all of them we've got this year. And aren't you anxious to see what he does with Oklahoma University after the great uh, work of Steve Owens, Heisman Trophy winner, All-American at Miami High, All-American at OU, and number two man in uh, yards gained from scrimmage for the NFL in Detroit just last year. A foul is being blown as the dogs are passing that ball 26 different times. Then under the goal, they fed it in there to Bob Johnson, and Johnson was fouled and hit by Bob Walker just as he moved down the lane. The toss is there. So Bob Johnson hangs up another one. How many for him, Mama? Five so far. You sure that's right? Yes, that's right. 26 to 4 is the score as the buzzer goes off. And at the first quarter turn, the dogs with a commanding lead here over the Benito Hornets. And I rather imagine it'll be that way all night long. But of course, this fine coach, Lindau Bailey, will tell you, it shall not always be so, because Miami and Benita have been playing for years and years, and I'll tell you many, many a time, whether it's football, basketball, whatever, these Benita Hornets have given the dogs the supreme test, and on many an occasion, have taken their measure. But they're having a down year this year, so far as seniors and experience, and you just gotta take off your hat to Lindau Bailey. When, uh, he knows he's outmanned by a Wardog team that has really gelled this year, made up of seniors. In fact, nine of the 12 men suited up again tonight are all seniors. How do you like them apples? Only three juniors, Robbie Kimbrough, Rusty Martin, and uh, maybe there's a sophomore in there, Bruce Leonard. All right, down the way we go here, and let's see, John Myers, I think, is the fourth one suited up tonight who is a junior, possibly. Down the left side, they come with the ball, and the War Dogs move in to get two more as Harry Sherman is racking up a big total of points in the first half. 28 to 4, the Miami War Dogs on a lead. Bonita Harness now with Clay Hartley, gamely coming over that time zone line, whips the pass across the way. It's a ferocious defense put on with the Dogs. Tinker Owens on the front line with Mel uh, Dobbs. Then traveling, gee, that's tough. They worked it into Doug Dozier along the baseline. He's traveled with the ball, has to give it up. So here come the dogs again. Number one in AAA in Oklahoma. I call them the super dogs. But uh, I'll keep calling them that until somebody makes a say uncle. Around on the left side, a shot is off the rim to miss. And driving in there to flip that ball through is Tinker Owens. I tell you, he's been in here only a moment or two, four points, and that guy in that game right up to his ears. A whistle blows, a foul now, and it will be on our Miami man. Let's see, they're calling that one on Brad Cannon. How many points, Mama, for Harry Sherman now? 
and he's the leading scorer with 10 points. And we're just barely into the second quarter to play. I hope you've got that scorecard right. Here's the toss, and it's circling around the rim and around the rim and falls in good for Mr. Tracy Williams. So Tracy did the job. It is 30 to 5. A pass across the way is over the outstretched fingertips of Pinker Owens as a full court pass from two great football boys was tried that time. A side court pass, I guess I should call it. Brad Cannon firing. From the south side, clear across the north side, and Tinker just wasn't quite tall enough at six feet to go and get it. Been a football, no doubt he'd have gone for six. Now, here's a steal of the ball by the dogs across the time zone line. Melvin Dobbs driving out front with that ball. Takes three bounces of it after he gets a pass from Tinker Owen. Drives in for two. It is 32 to five. That's the reading of the score. Yes, a 27-point lead for the dogs as they manhandle the Hornets here again in this uh, second meeting of the season. The Hornets, of course, this year do not have a great lot of experience. Knocked down of the ball. The dogs take it away from them again. And shortly, I would imagine the reserves will be in there to perform for Miami. Harry Sherman has the ball along the baseline. Gets it over to uh, Dobbs. And then into big Bob Johnson, who lays it off the glass backboard for two. So Bob Johnson shooting from the left side of that glass backboard, but shooting right-handed. 34 to 5. I'm not certain whether he can put that ball up left-handed or not. He's quite a ball player. Power of strength in there at that 6, 6.5, 6.7 height. Now, out of the top of the keyhole, the Hornets desperately needing somebody to can one. They trail 34-5. Remember, along the baseline, they drop one off the rim. Big Bobby is up there to get it. Johnson knocking that ball loose. Brad Cannon driving in, floats him there and misses a layup. Cannon floated all the way through, and out comes the coach down over to the yellow word or two. He lives and dies. He's the Duke Rockney of basketball. And Melvin Jobs coming out of the lineup for a rest for a moment or two here now, and Don Spear, six feet four, comes in to replace him. In this something? When a coach has got six foot feet four, highly experienced basketballers coming in to replace six two men. A pass in London now. Looks good for the Hornets. As up to lay it through that time was Doug Dozier, a 6'3 sophomore. So the only man they have on that court over six feet is a sophomore, and that makes the going tough. Spear shoots at the edge of the keyhole. It misses. Johnson has it. Lays it through. So Bob Johnson, how many for him, Mama? He has nine points now. Nine so far for heaven's sake. Down the court they go with that ball now, and the Hornets feet along the baseline. A one-hander sprays up there with a sophomore. He can't get it down. Dozier sees it come off to Brad Cannon. Cannon along the baseline to Sherman, driving in 6-7 Bobby, and Johnson lays it through. Oh, I tell you, this is something to watch. 38-7. First half, 4 minutes and 35 seconds to go, and still the dark, even with a full-court press. As Don Overton, I'm confident, feels simply got to play the Hornet team exactly the way they would play Bartlesville College, Oklahoma City Northeast. Tonight, they've got to work on that full court press and uh, their speed and their position for shooting and all. Coming out of the lineup now is the 6-3 man as Dozier comes out for a rest and Bill McSpadden comes in to replace him. Now, top of the keyhole, the feet of the ball by Benita, steal away by Harry Sherman. That's nine turnovers for the dogs, I believe, in the first half. Down the lane, floating in there. Tinker on, beautiful maneuver, but he couldn't drop it in as it hit on the heel of the rim to fall away. Again, the Hornets come down the court, and they feed off on the right side a moment or two here to Clay Hartley. 
Let's see about this Hartley in the lane shooting. It heels out of there. Again, it is Cannon with a high, high pass up the court. Harry Sherman falls out of bounds with the ball. Don Overton getting up at the side and adjusting his trousers as though to say, if this was Oklahoma City Northeast men, you're turning that ball over just about five, four, three, two times too often here in this first half. It would cost us a goal or more every time. Along the baseline now, here are the Hornets with the ball, a jumper out there for two. And Bill McSpadden looking left, one up with a one-handed spray shot from 12, 14 feet away on the left side of the keyhole. It is 38 to nine. Dogs with a big lead. Don Spear to turn around and lay it up there short from out at the edge of the keyhole. Comes off, however, to the dogs. Cannon handles it. Now Tinker Owens jumping, shooting, hit, and foul. So Tinker Owens with a fadeaway jumper out on the left side of the court. And when that go down, the foul will be on Clay Hartley. KGLC, that's your listening post here on a delayed broadcast tonight. Russ Martin here to chat with you. 910 on that radio dial is KTLC Miami with a turtle on Main Street and that gorgeous Nine Tribes Towers honoring all our wonderful Indian folks. Sweet to the net by Tinker Owen. And he makes the score read 39 to 9. He got it again. It is now 40 to 9. That's the story of the ball game at this moment. Inbounds come the Hornets. Hartley trying to bring it down. Tinker Owens on the front line, faster than Grease Lightning, and also out on that front line, Brad Cannon. Now Harry Sherman has taken that spot. Let's see, Vanita coming, dribbling around, a full court press by the dogs most of the time. A shot to the rim will not fall. Another man tries, knocked down out of the hands on a beautiful stop in here. Mike Norman went up. Bob Johnson blocked it away. Tinker Owens to shoot on the right side, hangs it on the lip of the rim. Out to the harness again. Tinker, a tough man to handle out here in that full court press. They get it by, however, over the time zone line. And then with Tinker Owens putting on the pressure, a wild throw as the Hornets for the 10th or 11th time have turned over that ball in the first half. And the turnovers are extremely costly with any team, but especially a club like the Dogs of this year. A shot to the rim by, uh, let's see, that one tossed up there by Don Spear. Did not fall. I thought for a moment it was uh, Mel Dobbs, but uh, he's not the man. A shot on the right side. Heels off the rim now for the Hornet team. Mike Norman, uh, Morton missing. Mike Norman is his name, and down the court, a feed of the ball, and Tinker Owens goes driving in and under for a layup, and Owens in the ball game only minutes here has how many so far? One, two, four, six, eight. I hope you're keeping that scorecard right. I'm trusting you. Here's the toss. He got it, and Tinker Owens owns nine points here and has played less than a quarter of ball. Isn't that right? I think it is. 209, 207 it is to go here in the first half of the ball game on the dogs ahead, 43 to uh, 9 over the Benito Hornets. Down in the corner, a ball worked to that number 10 man. He can't handle it, little Timmy Williams. And then over to fight him for the ball came Harry Sherman. So let's see. A jump ball. No, they're going to bring it in bounds. And it will belong once again in here to Timmy Williams. And then a left-handed toss rolls over the rim from 20 feet away as Clay Hartley is shooting from the outside, only to miss. Along the baseline, a one-hander pumps up to miss, grabs out of there, shot back by uh, Harry Sherman, and then knocked in by Big Bob Johnson. So 45 to 9 is the score, and the Hornets will a short team and their fine coach over across the way, I know, must uh, be greatly concerned about things tonight because uh, 
No coach likes to see a ball club that uh, just simply cannot compete, and Lindau Bailey is having his difficulties here, but he'll be back another year. He knows that blessed well. Rusty Martin coming into the lineup now for the Miami War Dog, and apparently replacing Harry Sherman. We'll see in a minute because time has been asked by the Hornet team. Say, if you want to know who's sponsoring this ball game tonight, KGLC and yours truly, Russ Martin, sponsoring it for the Boosters Club of the Miami High School Band. If you want to sleep real good and soundly tonight and also all through 1972, just snow and snooze and sleep good every night, take a moment while you listen to this late night broadcast and write a check. Write it to the Band Boosters Club and send it down to Thurman Archer at the Security Bank or just send it Band Boosters Club, Miami, Oklahoma, brother. We'll get it in the right hand. It is a tax-deductible gift, and the band is raising some $8,000 to $9,000 to take 90-some members to that huge affair in Colorado come next May. Write your check tonight for 10, 20, 50, 100. You'll sleep good. Just send it to the Band Boosters Club, Miami, Oklahoma. Thurman Archer of the Security Bank has worked everything out so that it is tax-deductible, and they'll receipt every gift you send to go along with the two or three, four thousand we already have accumulated. We're working at it hard for the Miami High School Band. Left-handed toss by Clay Hartley up the line is down, and the dogs lead 45 to 11. Rusty Martin in the lineup now, having replaced Harry Sherman. And into the lineup again has come uh, for a moment or two here. Uh, let's see, Don Spear replacing Bobby Johnson, the big 6'7 center. Ball knocked away. There's a minute and 17 to go in the first half. Knocked away with the dogs, and the Hornets are bringing it inbounds on that turnover. Melvin Dobbs working down here to take it away from him, and Tinker Owens does take it away from him. Melvin Dobbs has it, gives to Rusty Martin. He comes down the left side of the court, passes over to Melvin Dobbs. Dobbs tries to shoot. There is a foul, and Melvin Dobbs will come to the line as he got a backhanded bounce pass in there from Rusty Martin, the shorty of the squad, at 5 feet 8. All right, the dogs 45 to 11, and holding a towel on the one hand is the super coach Don Overton. He can't be weeping over this team. They have won 17 in a row. They're trying to make it 18 in a row. Dobbs hits them both. He slipped that steel rim. It's 47 to 11. And the darling little cheerleaders from Panita, annoyed as you'd have to be, there's not much to cheer about when you're behind like this. A pass over on the left side. Tinker Owens to steal that ball on the front line again. But uh, let's see what it's going to be. They're giving the dogs the ball out of bounds, figuring that just before this steal, a Hornet travels with the ball. Down the court now. Look out. Rusty Martin over in the corner with the ball. And then the Melvin Dobbs. And now to Tinker Owens. Rackett comes in here to Brad Cannon shooting over the rim to miss. Grabbed out of there by Dobbs. He shoots the miss. A fight for the ball. Grabbed back by Tinker Owens. Owens shooting. It will not go down. He's fouled. And remember Tinker Owens in this broadcast tonight, in case you do not know the facts. Scored more football points this year in touchdowns than any other Oklahoma footballer in AAA or in 4A across the Sooner State. Some record. First free throw right there. Second one switches the net. Tinker Owens had as a pistol at that line. How many did he get so far? 11 points so far. Tinker Owens with 11 already, and here's a grab of the ball as the dogs own it here and standing in the lane for three seconds, looking around for somebody to pass the ball to, was Brad Cannon, and very quickly he's coming out of here with an error, and coming in is Tony Thomas, the captain of the team, who started and played a bit of the first quarter. Now down the court, let's see about this. The ball for the moment to Tommy Williams, and the Hornets greatly outmanned. 
They've got the ball over to Clay Hartley, and he's covered in there by Rusty Martin. And then over it goes once again here to Tommy Williams. He's covered completely by a shifty, quick, fast Tinker Owen. Gee, this kid out for basketball for the first time in a high school career. What a star he would have been. Left-handed toss on the right side of the lane. And that time, a beauty by Clay Hartley that nobody could stop. 49 to 13 is the way the first half ends, as the dogs have a very commanding lead. Well, they led at the end of the first quarter by 22, when the score was 26 to 4. Now, at the halftime turn, it is 49 to 13, and that's a 36-point spread. Heavens to Betsy. Well, if you just got on the broadcast with us and you're wondering about the war pups and what they did in the first ball game tonight, Archie Lohr apparently is still on that injury list or still on the sidelines ill, I believe, and Jerry Wagstaff, who's been with the high school a week or two as a trainee teacher and coach, they took care of those war pups and handled them in magnificent style tonight. John Myers picked up 16, Rusty Martin 8, Robbie Kimbrough 4, Ken Walter 2, Bruce Leonard 11, David Jones 5, Catfish Netherland 4, and Mike Nelson 2, Mitch Sharlow, and Jimbo Owens, and everybody else who played, whether they scored or not, certainly did a magnificent job in that ball game. So the War Pups win it, 50 to 37. First half scoring in just a moment or two here, <clears throat> as I have a professional scorekeeper figuring up the scoring on the first half. We'll run it down for you in just a moment or two. Wherever you listen at the halftime break, Russ Martin just to suggest to everybody who listens tonight, if you enjoy this delayed broadcast, and if you love and enjoy Miami, Oklahoma, as I do, and if you love that championship band of Frank Ross and all that high school, why don't you sleep good tonight and all the rest of the nights ahead by taking a moment or two as you listen to Russ Martin and getting out the old checkbook, write a check for $5, $10, $50, $25, $100, and send it to the Van Boosters Club, Miami, Oklahoma, or to the Van Boosters, Miami High School. I guarantee it'll get in the right hands. And Thermal Archer, who's one of the top dogs in uh, helping our band, go to Colorado next May for that tremendous contest entrance. Glorious trip for some 92 kids to make her, 96 or maybe. They gotta have eight or nine thousand dollars, and they're working at it desperately hard. If a lot of you write checks tonight, ten, twenty, fifty dollars, just mail them to the Van Boosters Club, Miami High School, and they'll send you a receipt. Your gift is tax deductible. That much is for sure. Well, the scoring in the first half here for the Miami War Dogs has been tremendous as they lead the ball game, forty-nine to thirteen. And for Mel Dobbs, it was 11 points. Tony Thomas had two. Bob Johnson, 13. Harry Sherman, 10. Brad Cannon, two. Tinker Owens, who came in late in the half, scored 11 points. And his ability on defense has just been superb here tonight. Fast as breeze lightning, knockdowns, passes. And Tinker Owens, a Bordock football fame, looking like a basketball star in his performance tonight, getting up in much less than the first half. Play. I'll be back to the ball game with a second half of action in just a moment or two. This is 
in this ball game at the moment now. Tinker Owens is here. Harry Sherman is here. Brad Cannon is there. And uh, that man at the post right now is Don Spear. A shot on the left side for two as the War Dogs continue their scoring spree. And this one dropped in there by Tony Thomas. As he gets the first point of the second half, just as he got the first point of the second of the uh, first half. So he owns four in the ball game so far. The Dogs ahead 51 to 13. And let's see about this. The Hornets shooting for two right down the middle of the lane they came. And Mike Norman got off a shot that time. So he was heavily defensed. And he sprayed up beauty that never hit the rim. Make it 51 to 15. The Miami War Dogs owning a commanding lead. Don Spear off the post. Sees that ball slapped away. Good play on defense by Doug Dozier. 6-3, but only a sophomore lacking a good deal of experience in here for a great coach, Lindahl Bailey of Benita. Harry Sherman in the lane, jumping, shooting for two. I tell you, when that guy goes up in the air, you never know if he's going to use that backboard. Most of the time, he doesn't. He finds that peg, that hole, just like the horseshoe pitcher. 53-15, to 15, I believe it is 13 in the ballgame now for Harry Sherman. I'll check with my official scorekeeper here to my side in a moment or two. The Hornets again driving down the lane. Here's a man along the left side to punch it through, and Doug Dozier looking good on that play. He overshot the battling hands in here of Don Spear, who came after him. Tinker Owens with the ball. Feeds back in the corner to Brad Cannon. And Cannon, on a throwaway of the ball, turns it over here to Doug Dozier up the lane, and apparently he's going to come out of there because Melvin Dobbs is ready to come in if anybody makes a mistake. It would appear. So, Don Overton can coach him pretty freely tonight. A pitch on the left side in here to miss that time by Doug Dozier, and the dogs have it off the board. Harry Sherman backboarded that ball away. They're up the court. Thomas has the ball up the left of the keyhole to shoot, and shoots short. Goes out of bounds. Tinker Owens leaps clear up there to grab the ball. Racing back up as Harry Sherman to stop it before it can go over the time zone line. So, the Miami War Dogs feeding to Tinker Owens. He flips it on in there to a Spear, and Spear goes off the post for two more. 55-17. It is a delight to see the defensive ability as well as the offensive ability of Tinker Owens, and Owens now has rattled the ball away from the Hornet team. He's given them everything he's got. Harry Sherman coming out, I thought, to jump, but apparently they will give the ball to the dogs out of bounds. That'll be the story. Now to the top of the keyhole, Harry Sherman sees one dip in, dip out. They tip it up, and it is Dobbs who tipped it up first, tipped it up second, and Melvin Dobbs gets two more. Brad Cannon moving out of the... from the left side of the keyhole and short on the rim for Bob Walker. Fast break for the dogs. And uh, Spear turning around, giving to Thomas. Thomas all over for a jumper here by Owens. It sees it dip in, dip out. He had that ball right down in the steel, but it came popping back up. 57-17, the dogs by 40 points. And no doubt the reserves are going to see a lot of action in the fourth quarter. Bonita Hornets. Vernon Barnes, the popular superintendent, Val Faulkner, the principal down here. And in the midst of the broadcast, we certainly want to salute our popular guys, that wonderful superintendent of ours, Dr. Doyle Monger, Walter Meyer, loved by everybody as our principal. Great team they are. You're living in the best town in the world in Miami. Down the court on the left side, Don Spear up for two. It is 59-17. How many for Spear, Mama, as he came in as a reserve? 
four for Smith. He's picked up four. How do you think about that? Tinker Owens with a steal of the ball at midcourt. That guy down the court, Melvin Dobbs, with an underhanded cross, gets two. It is 61 to 17 as Melvin Dobbs, who could well be the All-American, or could well be at least the All-Stater and All-District of the Dogs. He never looked better as he went in there. Well, that uh, submarine-type pitch to get two more. 61-17, the Hornets have asked for time up. How many points in the ball game here? Run them all down now. Let's get the story. We know who scored in the first half, but uh, how many does everybody have right now? Mel Dobbs has 15. Tony has 4. Bob Johnson, 13. Harry Sherman, 12. Brad Cannon, 2. Don Spear, 4. And Tinker, 11. Are you guaranteeing that scoreboard, Mama, or not? Are you guaranteeing it's all right? No, I wouldn't guarantee. I may want to publish it in the Tulsa World and see all the spots in the morning. Well, you got to have it right. Ernie Smart might be listening somewhere. I wouldn't fool him for anything in the world. The dogs ahead, 61 to 17, and here are the Hornets coming up that court. Greatly outmanned, but I tell you, they have never quit on these dogs. They've planted offense, defense for everything they've got. A pass in and under, stolen away, another turnover here. That must be 24, 25 turnovers the dogs have created. That one by Don Spear, down the court, Harry Sherman feeding back there, almost losing the ball as Tinker Owens fired a pass toward the uh, time zone line in the middle. Top of the keyhole, a one-hander for two. It is 63 to 17 as that Melvin Dobbs continues to look all steep with just about every maneuver he makes. He's a loose-jointed kid. He just looks like a skinny bag of potatoes out there, but I'll tell you one thing, buddy. Offense, defense, jump shots, outside shots. That guy is just about as coordinated as you're going to see in high school play in the year 1972 anywhere in the state of Oklahoma. Down the court now, come the Benita Hornets. And let's see about the play here. It is Tinker Owens out here fighting him for the ball, and he's got help out there from Harry Sherman. A wild pass for the Hornets. Gee, that stuff. They turn it over to the dogs again. But when you're playing such desperate come-from-behind basketball, of course, this will happen to you. 2.45 to go in the third quarter. Dogs leading almost by 50 points here. What is that? 46 points it would be, 63 to 17. They'll make me work on my arithmetic. Down the court to Tinker Owens. Over to Thomas, who does not shoot. Gives to uh, Spear. He's off the post, and it hits on the rim and falls away. Oh, let's see about this. They come down toward the time zone line now, and Tinker Owens is going to boost that football, a basketball. Oh, I tell you, it is something to watch these kids, and that Tinker Owens has come a long, long way just this season as a performer. Offense, defense, and the rest. Don Spear out for the rest. A uh, junior coming in here, Robbie Kimbrough, with long blonde tresses. And let's see here, wonderful youngster, that kid. Played great in the uh, War Pup ball game. Won by the War Pups over the Little Hornets for the score of 50 to 37. That War Pup team really came back, I'll tell you something, in that uh, third quarter. Tony Thomas almost getting a steal out here, but uh, couldn't hang on. They took it away from him, and down into the lane comes Benita. A turnaround, spinner, up it goes. A left-hander by Clay Hartley is short. Dogs fast-breaking. Tinker Owens, by all odds, the fastest dog of them all, is down here working the ball back and forth with Tony Thomas, the captain. And now Harry Sherman down in the corner. And then, look out, a knockaway of the ball for the Hornets, who are fighting them every inch of the way. They have not gotten their dauber down. I'll say something for that Lindau Bailey. 
He can be proud of these kids. A jumper in the circle, and Tony Thomas gets his sixth point of the ball game as he hits one right in the lane near the free throw line as he went up in a hurry with that one. And now the Hornets are holding the ball more than three seconds before they bring it in bounds. And you talk about a very tough turnover. That's it, as they have to return that ball to the dogs here in their own end of the floor, which is the West End. A long pass across the way by Robbie Kimbrough. Stolen off. Bonita down court and fouling from behind is Tony Thomas. So with Thomas drawing the foul now, we wait for the free throw lane appearance here of Bob Walker. Into the lineup comes 6'5", Eddie Hester in our late night broadcast, and he replaces Melvin Dobbs, who has just looked superb in this ballgame, fans. I'd tell you that much. Free throw is off the rim, and up is Eddie Hester, six feet five to pull it down. He is a senior performing in his first year of basketball under fire. Got a great coach in Don Overton who demands an awful lot, disciplines these guys, works them to a fairly well, and Eddie Hester has stayed right in there and loved every minute of it. He's beautifully coordinated. Quite a performer. Into Hester is the ball. Look out. He's a fadeaway jumper there. The ball rips off the rim and grabbed out of there and shot through by Tony Thomas, who gets his eighth point. So Thomas took it off two-handed as it dipped in and out with too much English for Hester and gave the dogs a lead of 67 to 17. Now Sherman brings it in bounds as the Hornets could not get up court with the ball. They had the tough, tough luck to let that ball fly loose again after the goal. Turnovers galore, but this will happen when you're terribly outmanned, and surely the Hornets are that tonight. 43 seconds left in the lane. Thomas jumps, shoots off the left side of the rim. Fight for the ball, Eddie Hester. And now Thomas wrestling to the floor in here with Clay Hartley. The two will jump here at the west end of Bonita, Oklahoma High School Gymnasium. They're up to tip the ball to Big Hester, and he lays a pro. Eddie Hester took that ball in the lane and just spun around as he went off the post for his first two points. Looked great, as he did. 69-17, the dogs threatening to go to 100 here. Could possibly happen. Harry Sherman fouling from in behind now as a fan hornet comes down this court, Clay Hartley, and could not quite get in there with the ball. Well, let's check it out now. Melvin Dobbs. Taking a rest, how many points for him out on the ball game now? I believe there's 17. You better count that up, Ernie Smart may be trying to write his Tulsa World story for my late night broadcast. 69 to 18 as that free toss is down for the Hornets. Look good on it, and the dogs are gonna freeze the ball now and go down to a second or two before they shoot it out here in the end of the third quarter. Harry Sherman cocks that arm, heels it off. Who's got it but Tinker on? Fast and Lightman, he came back to get that ball near midcourt as it ricocheted off the rim. And the third quarter ends with the widest lead, I believe, of any War Dog team I can remember in all the years. 69 to 18, can you imagine that? That is a lead of 51 points over the Bonita Hornet team that will be after that high school bunch of war dogs next year when Linda Bailey knows he's going to have experience instead of sophomores and juniors, he's going to have juniors and seniors to come after those dogs next year. Listen for the band.
final quarter of the ball game. And back in will come Bob Johnson to jump at center, the 6-7 man. But Eddie Hester is still in that ball game at 6-5. And apparently operating in here at a forward now, along with Tinker Owens. All right, the tip of the ball is away. And it has gone to Tinker Owens, and he's coming down, dribbling that ball about knee high. He can get down as close to the floor to dribble that ball as most any guy you ever saw in your days. A long pass to Robbie Kimbrough. He'll be a great performer for Don Overton next year. Kimbrough moves into the left of the keyhole, pumps it up over the rim. Tinker Owens jumping higher than a kite to go after that ball. You've got to see this kid to believe him. Come to that big Civic Center tomorrow night. When we play Webb City on a rare Saturday night engagement for the War Dogs, they'll be looking for victory number 19 in a row. Don't miss it. A shot by Benito on the left side. Mike Norman has it falling short. Harry Sherman on the steal, dribbles the court, stops in the lane, jump shoots, gets two. How many for Harry Sherman now? 14 for Harry. 14 for Harry. And I'll tell you, these dogs, if they don't get all the reserves in there pretty soon, I don't know what to think. 71 to 18 is the way it stands. But of course, Don Overton reluctant to uh, pull them out too soon because they need all the under fire work they can get here with a state tournament not far away. Over on the left side, Eddie Hester pulling up there, trying to block a shot. The shot is away and in for two as they shoot from deep out in the corner and play Hartley owns a beauty. 71-20. The Bonita Hornets had four at the end of the first quarter, 13 at the end of the half, 18 at the end of the third quarter. And now Harry Sherman to feed across the way to Eddie Hester. He feeds off and Tinker Owens with a jumper. 15 feet away. He was three feet off the floor as he turned it loose. What a player that guy is developing into this year. How many for him now? 13 points. How many? 13. 13. He's having his biggest scoring night here, I believe. Knocked down to the ball in here by Big Bob Johnson on the takeover. Down court, he flips one up toward uh, Robbie Kimbrough, but Robbie couldn't get it on his fingertips. The Hornets take it over, and they're coming back east once again. Tinker Owens with another steal on the front line, going in for the left-handed layup. And Owens is there for his 15th point. He's playing one fantastic ball game here tonight. The Hornets are asking for timeout. And I tell you, this is something to watch. That Owens on defense as well as on offense. What a performance he's putting on tonight. And as we come nearer and nearer to the state championship games, I think you're going to hear an awful lot from Tinker Owens in those ball games. Steve Green, one of the solidest performers of the dogs, is in street clothes tonight. But when they go out here for a timeout, he gets right up and stands with those players. Great outside shooter, that little rascal, about 5'9". Sensational quarterback of the number one rated Miami War Dog football crew of L.D. Bain. And changed over to basketball. He's the crisis outside shooter, I'd call him. And dribbler par excellence. As you listen to the late night broadcast tonight on KTLC, 910 on the dial, let Russ Martin suggest to you, but if you love Miami like I do and that high school championship band, send a check while you listen tonight. $10, $20, 30 $50, why don't you? To the Miami Booster Band Boosters Club. That's all you need to put on it. Miami Band Boosters Club. Put it in the mail. Thurman Archer of the Security Bank has worked it out so that it is tax deductible. He's gotten that done for the Miami High School. It is tax deductible every check you write. And let's send those 96 kids to Colorado next May without a penny lacking of the eight, 9,000 they need. You'll sleep good if you'll write that check tonight. Foul on the dogs, a free throw here in a ball game that is already desperately lost for the Hornets. This one rolls off the rim. Bob Johnson gets that ball, feeds into the post here to Eddie Hester. Hester back out along the baseline. And nothing happening here. They fed that ball out to John Myers, who is a junior, I believe, isn't he? 
Yeah, uh, no, sophomore. John Myers only a sophomore, and he's here in this lineup at the moment now. And uh, Don Overton getting a chance to look over several dogs here tonight. Over on the left side, along the baseline, Hartley trying to shoot, falls away, does shoot, hits off the rim, and knocked out of there by uh, Robbie Kimbrough. Down the court they move now, and uh, the shot is away by Eddie Hester as he comes driving in there, and Hester gets his fourth point of the ball game. That 6-5 string bean is some poor former. Now it is Hester coming out of the lineup, and Bruce Leonard is coming in to replace him. All right, let's see about this. Eddie Hester certainly gave a fine account of himself in the little while he was there. A bounce pass comes in bounds to the dogs who seem to control the ball games. Uh, they uh, bat the ball constantly. Bob Johnson sees one lost off his fingertips, and the Hornets are coming east for that ball. Boy, they got a catch-up job here in the fourth quarter. They trail by 57 points, would you believe? And I'll tell you... Lendell Bailey is probably thinking ahead the next year, saying, brother, when I've got the experience, I want to play him again for sure. Down the court, Tinker Owen driving into the left side, hip and foul, and that guy is so fast on a basketball court. It defies description. You know how fast he was on that gridiron. He looked much, much faster on this basketball court. He is the fastest dog of all, I believe, Don Overton, and all would agree with that. The shot is off on the right side to miss. No good. Now Tinker who has, I believe, 15, makes it 16. Is that right? I think so. Check him out. 16's right. 16 for Tinker Owens. We'll give you the rundown on all the scoring. As soon as the ball game is over, Owens has stolen that ball away from the Hornets again. Goes in for point number 18. As he takes it away from him at midcourt, goes sailing in here, and that Owens is quite definitely the star of this ball game. I don't care what anybody says. Left side by Hartley, blocked in here by Owens, and a foul called on him as he got a hand in there to block that shot. Tinker Owens, performing sensationally on the ball game tonight. And let's check his scoring once again here, because he's never had a night like this since he put three and four touchdowns on the board in the football season. How many so far? He has uh, 18, just went ahead, top score now. Tinker Owens leads them all in scoring. Ernie Smarts, if you're listening down there and stealing your thunder for the Tulsa world from a radio broadcaster, Russ Martin, you remember this kid is headed for Norman, Oklahoma and Oklahoma University. He was among the 100 top picked schoolboy football players in America this year with the most knowledgeable committee possible. And when you come in among the top 100 in the USA as a football star, high schooler, it's something to write home about. A toss at the free lane here by Hartley will not fall. Tinker Owens is down the court with that ball. And he feeds into the big postman, Bobby Johnson, out along the baseline. A feed in and under here, and who blew a foul? It was uh, Robbie Kimbrough, a junior boy, who was passing off the ball when he was hit and fouled, and it will be on Mr. Mike Norman. Broadcast on KGLC, 910 on the radio dial in beautiful Miami, Oklahoma, reaching you on a delayed basis tonight as it was played earlier in Benita, Oklahoma. The free toss, Robbie hit it. It's 81 to 22, and Kimbrough, I believe, has his first point of the ball game. Out on the front line now, Bruce Leonard, who we counted on as a mainstay by Don Overton and the Dogs next year, getting his baptism of fire. 3.54 time to go yet in the ball game. And not all the reserves have seen action here as yet, I think. 
Back in the corner, let's see. Here's a Hornet Hartley shooting short, a layup tried, and it is in good, and the crowd cheers a bit as Doug Dozier makes it 81 to 24. Remember, he's only a sophomore at 6-3, and of course, Lindau barely is imagining what he'll be like two years from now. A jumper from 25 feet away, and Tinker Owens has flipped the rim again, and has gone up to 20 now. That's right, 20 points. 20 points as Tinker Owens is shooting that ball from every angle, and on top of that, fans, he's playing a sensational game on defense. He's turned the ball back to the dogs no less than seven times since he came into this game. On the right side of the lane, look out. Here's a man for the Hornets driving around, falling away, jumping, shooting. The ball is in and out. 6-7, Johnson takes it, feeds it out to Owens. Owens coming down the lane, left-handed, feeds underneath. And up for two is Bruce Leonard as he was driving in from the right side, and Owens again. Offense, defense, he's doing it all here at Bonita High School Gymnasium tonight, I tell you for sure. Look out, and a man stumbling, falling out here, maybe skinning of a knee. Bruce Owens holding up, uh, Bruce uh, Leonard holding up his hand to his coach, uh, Don Overton. Don pacing and back and forth like the old grandfather war dog that he is. He loves these kids and they love him. And he paces back and forth here, checking everything. Didn't come rushing out on the floor, and the foul is on Bruce Leonard. Now, the, the, the uh, Benita Hornet, Mike Norman, to shoot. Can't drop it. 85 to 24. And the dogs here in the fourth quarter with 2.37 of time left. Now, over to Robbie Kimbrough to the left of the circle. He shoots and misses. Big Johnson drops it on in. We'll get the Johnson total in a moment. How do you figure it right now? 15 for Johnson. 15. What about this? We'll run all the scoring down the second the ball game is over for you. And the Hornet team to feed along the baseline. A left-handed shot goes over the rim and away to miss this time by Clay Hartley. The dog feeding to Johnson. Johnson travels as he goes down the court, falls into the concrete wall down here at the west end, and shaken up just a little bit, I believe, as his head hits just under the pads they have down here on that wall at the uh, west end. Gee, many whiskers, that could have been a disastrous situation as he came driving in from the left side and fell with a head going up against that wall. Rusty Martin has come into the lineup now to replace him. So the 5'8 man comes in here apparently replacing the 6'7 man. What do you think about them apples? Along the baseline, here's a shot that falls away for the Hornets. Taken out of there by John Lee. Rusty Martin has it over the time zone line. Dribbling high. Adams apple high. He feeds off in there to Robbie Kimbrough. Another junior. And the ball is slapped out of bounds by a Hornet. A minute 44 to go. Inbounds, Robbie Kimbrough to Rusty Martin, back again to Rusty Martin, and the feed on in to Bruce Leonard. He jumps, fires a throw, and Leonard going off the post, not using the glass backboard, scored a beauty again. The War Dogs are in a full court press. As Don Overton makes up his mind, he's going to train him and train him right, no matter what the score is. 89 to 24, Rusty Martin almost with a steal on the front line. Off the post, they whip the ball in and under, and going up for a layup beautifully was Doug Dozier. The 6'3 sophomore who's bringing smiles to the lips of Lindahl Bailey in a losing cause. Down the court, Rusty Martin starts to shoot. Feeds off on the right side instead to Robbie Kimbrough. Kimbrough was up to get two. 91 to 26 and down the court. Oh, my heavens, a big fall up in the middle of the court here as Rusty Martin had stolen the ball, went down hard on his back, got up apparently unhurt, but I tell you, we've had three or four dogs who have hit that hardwood and hit it hard. I mean, he was three feet up in the air when he came down on his back, but apparently none the worse for wear. 
And he comes down the court carrying that ball on a dribble. Feeds in as the dogs brought it back in bounds. And now Benita with the ball underneath the goal on a takeaway from the dogs and a foul on John Lee. 91 to 26. Miami has a lead here as the ball game comes down to the wire. But I'd tell you, we've had some slam-bang falls here. Bruce Leonard, big Bob Johnson. Boy, when he fell down over that uh, concrete wall, I was alarmed, I'd tell you. I thought he'd hit his head on that wall. And then Rusty Martin, on a takeaway of the ball from the Hornets here, got a hand up on that ball, went down hard on his back in midcourt. Down the court, after the free throw, the score 91 to 26. Ball knocked out of bounds as the dogs race in on the left side. And a shot is missed in here by John Lee. Harness to bring it in bounds. Full court press. My Lando's dogs haven't let up on that for a single minute. It is Tinker Owens and Rusty Martin out here on the front line trying to take it away. And Rusty Martin's got it from him with 23 seconds feet down to Tinker Owens who goes in the layup through. Owens having the greatest night of his entire basketball career. And that's been a short career as you all know because Owens he did not come out for high school basketball until this year, and we'll check him out at the end of the ballgame. Mama, start totaling up your points so I can get up the air in a hurry now. We've only got 13 seconds to go up the free throw lane. Let's see who it's going to be here. It'll be uh, Mike Jackson to shoot. He puts it in there, and Tinker Owens, quite definitely the dog of dogs in this one tonight, the super dog here on offense and defense. You just got to take off your hat to the guy. They bring it in bounds with 12 seconds after the free throws are made for the Hornets. The score is 93 to uh, 28. Rusty Martin with the ball, fed into, uh, let's see, Bruce uh, Leonard, and Leonard is up for two to the left of the keyhole. Leonard goes up to get two, and everybody on that War Dog squad looked terrific tonight as the War Dogs run up a score of 95 to 28. In order to get off the air in a hurry that you might hear this late-night broadcast, which was taped for delay, I simply run you down on the scoring here tonight, and here's the way it looks. I hope we got it all correct for Ernie Smart and all the writers who want to pick it up on a late-night time. Melvin Dobbs had 17. Tony Thomas had 8. Bob Johnson had 13. Harry Sherman had 14. Steve Green on the sidelines tonight because of illness and not suited up. Boy, he's a mainstay with this ball club, the first one he's missed. Brad Cannon in the ball game had two. Don Spear had four. Tinker Owens, would you ever believe it, 22 points. Eddie Hester had four. Robbie Kimbrough had three. Bruce Leonard had six. John Myers and Rusty Martin did not score in this one, but everybody on the squad played super duper. And my hat is off tonight to the hero on offense and defense, the super dog of dogs in this one, Tinker Owens. The jumping ability of that guy. His ability to go where that ball is and fight him for it on defense. And his ability to spray those shots and lay them in there. He got 22, and he missed five that were right on the lip or the side of the rim. Just couldn't fall, and the guy did not even play a full ball game. So look for more of Trinkle Owens in the days ahead and in state championship play. They may own him at Oklahoma for football, but we've got him with the Super War Dogs and the Super Coach Don Overton as we move towards state championship play. Russ Martin to say goodnight to all of you. If you enjoyed the broadcast tonight, I'd give anything in the wide world. If you just take a minute before you fall on sleep, you'll sleep good tonight and for the next month. If you just go get that blessed checkbook of yours, check the stub first of all and see really how big a one you could write without just going to, you know, paralyzing yourself. Write a check for 10, 20, 50, and mail it in the morning to the Miami Band Boosters Club. And when they get it, they'll receipt you. Your check won't be the only receipt. They'll write you a letter and put kisses all over it. Thurman Archer and some of his girls at the security bank will do that. 
because he's arranged that every gift for the band trip out to Colorado next May will be tax deductible. He already has it government approved, and every dollar you give for the band boosters and for Frank Ross and the great band trip to Colorado, tax deductible for sure and certain. We want to raise eight to $9,000. We certainly would love to have you help us with it. Why don't you write that check tonight, mail it to the band boosters club in a hurry. Well, tomorrow night we'll be on the air at a quarter of eight as the War Dogs are home looking for victory number 19 in a row and when the number one AAA-rated dogs come on that floor tomorrow night against the Webb City Ball Club, let's have that uh, Saturday night crowd out there, the rare Saturday night for the dogs to play at home, and let's fill that Civic Center. 6.30, the War Pups of Archie Lohr, and they won tonight 50-37 to 37 here over Veneta. 8 o'clock, the A game against Webb City tomorrow night will broadcast at 7.45. Russ Martin, to remind you, take your whole family along to Sunday school and church Sunday. Life will go sweeter and happier and better for you and all of yours. That much is for sure and certain. We return you to our central studios in the transmit of uh, Berlin with a victory for the dogs tonight. The final score in this one, 95-28. to 28. Over the Vanita Hornet.
That's the Mamas and the Papas with James West on almost a Saturday morning now at 11.28. If you're looking for the best in food and the finest in service for your car or truck, check out the Coffee Cup Cafe, five miles west of Baxter Springs, Kansas, at the 166 Junction. Joe Smith at the Coffee Cup Cafe gives the best in food and the finest in Phillips 66 service you can find anywhere. They're open 24 hours a day, so go in any time. You're always welcome at the Coffee Cup Cafe and Truck Stop, five miles west of Baxter Springs, Kansas, at the 166 Junction. The 1972 Chevrolets have arrived at Neil Norton Motor Company in Miami, and they... Two ball games in the entire year. Of course, he did. I didn't do it. You pushed me away. 
point spread with the dogs ahead by five, 16 to 11. But here by halftime, the dogs have picked up a 16 point spread and they lead 37 to 21. Top scorer in the first half has been Tony Thomas. He's picked up a total of 13 points. Bob Johnson has picked up seven. Harry Sherman owns six. Brad Cannon has six. Melvin Dobbs has three. And Stevie Green has two. Well, that second half to roll in a moment. But before it does, hear this. Okay, Russ, thank you. Sanders Shoes, if you need some shoes or whatever your needs, your feet need or anything like that, just go on down to the Anders Shoe Store at 27 South Main in Miami. They have such brands as Vitality, Personality, all pair of brands, PS Flyers, and all the family shoe stores. So for any of your feet needs, any kind of shoe you want, just go on down to the Anders Shoe Store at 27 South Main in Miami, and they'll put you right up. We especially invite you to be on hand for the big Poto ball game against the Golden Knights. And Poto, Oklahoma, has come up with one of the strongest junior college basketball powers in the nation this year. They've been beating people in this league, and they've won more than 10 ball games already this year, an all-time in history Poto, Oklahoma record. In fact, back in December, they beat the Golden Knights 98-93, about the time that uh, Cletus Green and Bill Klingen were getting all these tall men from Brooklyn and Pittsburgh and everywhere really gelling for the Knights, along with the fine uh, sophomores we have, like uh, Bruce Hopgood and Davey Alvarado and uh, just a few more of those guys who performed so well for them. Last night, when the Golden Knights just upset and spilled the St. Gregory's Cavaliers of Shawnee, it was up Norton Fleming, who was a flyer, a dribbler deluxe. He could join the Globetrotters tomorrow. He got 26. This big Edward out of Brooklyn, who's looking better every time out, had 19. Miles had 22. Ray had nine. And uh, our boy from Henrietta, who's a sophomore this year, looked good. But uh, I tell you, it's a balanced ball club from beginning to end. of 20. Let's see what'll happen here. Taker Owens is in the lineup. Of course, is heaving away for Harry Sherman. Well, Thomas, who has 15 points for some unknown reason, is out of the lineup here. And uh, Taker Owens coming in for a moment or two. The free toss is up and is down. So, uh, Harry Sherman at that line, mighty accurate. It's 54. 33. Sherman in the ballgame now has a total of 10 points. Left side of the keyhole, a one-handed jumper is just over the rim to miss. And then we got a foul on Bob Johnson as he apparently is crowding down under the goal here at the south end. Send to the line to shoot one. Gary Shamel, 6'5 boy, who has but two free throws to his credit thus far in the ballgame. Minute and 24, that's the time to go in the third quarter. Swish of the net by Gary Shamble. And in the ball game, he owns for three points and all three at the charity lane. Taker Owens with the ball. Look out, they slap it away. And then coming over to grab it back is uh, Cannon. Down in the corner to Melvin Dobbs. War Dogs feeding under. A layup tried and a layup good for Brad Cannon. Did you ever see the like? He owns 12 points in the ball game. And threatening here possibly to take over the lead in the scoring tonight, 56-34. Miami leading now by 22. And in this third quarter, the scoring has been anemic for the uh, ball club from uh, Tahlequah. They've scored only 13 in this period. And the War Dogs have outscored them with uh, 19. All right, 
across at the top of the keyhole. Knocked down on the front line by Harry Sherman. He's driving in for the layup. Takes the man out of position. Up to block a shot in here beautifully with Gary Pittman. He got up to block that shot. And I tell you, did they call it goaltending or what? And uh, Pittman comes out and smacks Harry Sherman right in the spot where he'll sit down to eat breakfast, as though to say, I was trying to stop that shot, but uh, no hard feelings at all. And Harry Sherman comes to the line with 30 seconds remaining in the third quarter of action. Here it is. Harry's got it. And in the ball game, he's racking up a lot of points. 11 so far for Harry Sherman. Coming in soon for the dogs will be six foot four Don Spear. Now Sherman tosses it around on the right side to miss. Out of bounds it goes and belongs to the white and burnt orange team. 57-34 and the Tigers happen to play catch-up basketball against the Super Dogs who operate in the Million Dollar Civic Center, Miami, Oklahoma tonight. On the front line, a takeover of the ball and a long pass by uh, Mr. Brad Cannon bound to Harry Sherman and Sherman drives under. They get his 13th point of the game. What about that? Harry Sherman getting that long pass. 59-34. Two seconds to go ahead of the fourth quarter turn. And the Tigers will never get off a shot. So at the end of the third quarter, the Dogs 59 and the Tahlequah Tigers 34. Well, this year is a good ball game going on here tonight. I would like to remind everybody that right now you're listening to KGLC 910 Miami, Oklahoma. And also that if you're very self-conscious about your clothes that you wear, like James West is at the transmitter building right now, I tell you what, he goes down to the Woodlands Downers store at 2036 North Main in Miami, and he picks him up some good clothes at a good price because he has to look good all the time. All the girls, all the time, call old James up, and he's got to look great. Like this, they've got men double minute pants, two pair for $15. Men's safe press players, only $3.50. And men's line work jackets, regular $6.60 value, now only $5. So remember, do like James West does. Go down to the Burlington Outlet store, 2036 North right here in Miami, and look great for the girls. You think we had Walter Cronkite out here tonight to see this uh, Lee Western with a big mustache and long blonde hair. 59-34, that's the score as we move into the fourth and final quarter. And Bruce Leonard has come in here now to uh, jump that ball as the fourth quarter starts. And Leonard... Uh, failed to get the tip as the ball is tipped off by Jerry Pittman. So Bruce Leonard of the War Pups getting a little opportunity here as he replaces now Big Bob Johnson. A long pass as the dogs have the ball and wide open down here at the uh, north end. Coming out of the ball was Don Spear, but it got off his fingertips like a football pass. Full court pass, but uh, he couldn't handle it. 59-34, that's the way the score reads. Tigers coming down the lane. A man jumps, bangs it off the board. Out of there it comes and belongs to Don Spear. Harry Sherman, two on one. Taker Owens driving in and scores. And so Taker Owens of Oklahoma University just signed up today. One of the greatest war dog footballers of all history. Left the state of Oklahoma in football scoring for Triple A and 4A last year. Got his first two points. Long pass. Harry Sherman driving in as the dogs took it away from Tahlequah. And Harry Sherman takes over the scoring lead while Tony Thomas is being kept on the bench. Down the line, let's see. 63-34, the War Dogs out ahead to the right of the lane. Let's see, here's a Tiger man trying to get off a shot. Taker on from in behind. And Bruce Leonard up at the uh, top. These are the men who are fouling. And Rusty Martin coming into the ballgame, replacing Harry Sherman. So, two 
two juniors are in here now. Bruce Leonard and Rusty Martin and the score, 63-34. We are barely into the fourth and final quarter. All right, let's see about this now. The toss for the Tiger Man, heels away. We get a whistle here. It may be that a man jumped into the lane too soon. Robbie Kimbrough makes an appearance. Three juniors are in the lineup now. And he is replacing Brad Cannon, who showed up here tonight with two, four, six, eight, ten, twelve points. It may be a high night of the entire year for Brad Cannon. The toss is off the lip of the rim. Up to get it a spear. Falls off his hand. Tapped up once. Tapped up twice by Tigers. They still control the ball. And out for the edge of the keyhole. They shoot again. A miss for Gary Mitchell. Don Spear driving down for the layup. Rolls it over the rim and away. As he fights his way in there and is penalized for charging. So Don Spear gets a foul for charging. And Don Overton is up here in red pants and white shoes. And a very beautiful, beautiful blazer. And I tell you, he lives and dies with the performance of every dog. Lots and lots of discipline to this ball club. He's got a leash on the dogs for sure. They play in Benito, Oklahoma, Friday night, right at our front door here west. Sure hope you all come down and see that ball game. And uh, 63-35, it remains as the young man at the line misses on the toss. Then he shoots again. And this time for the Tigers, he puts it in. So it is Carl Wing getting his eight point of the night. 63-36 to Bruce Leonard at the post. He bounced passes one out of there to Don Spear. And then a uh, man is three seconds in the lane and Bruce Leonard staying too long in that wide, wide lane turns the ball over to the Tigers again. They are grooming Bruce Leonard, of course, for 72-73. But he will be used a great deal. Or be used all together, no doubt, to get some height in there. And a loss of the goal to the Tigers on the turnover. Down the court is Tinker Owen. And that Owen slides and flips as he gets into the lane. He is covered. He loses the ball. Picked up by Robbie Kimbrough. Owens goes down the lane on the left side. Driving in there hard. A foul has been called. And this one on Gary Shabble. So it is a big lead, believe you me. The dogs ahead by 27 points, and Tinker Owen shoots it off the heel of the rim. 63-36. That's the way the score is reading again at the moment. The second toss will not fall for Tinker as it lips off on the left side. Rusty Martin almost took it off the board. A little short at 5-8, and uh, the Tigers have come down south with the ball again. Wayne come from behind wall. They've got their hands full against the super dog team. Knocked down with the ball by Don Spear. On the takeover, Tinker Owens feeding to Bruce Leonard. Leonard shoots in middle.